Blog Talk Radio. Say it again, you've been had. You've been took. You've been hoodwinked. Bamboozled. Let us spread. Run on This is what he does. Oh, yes, indeed. Oh, yes, indeed. My brothers and sisters, welcome in one more time right here to Culture Freedom Radio Network. Most definitely in this house. Most definitely up in this house. Before we do this, let's get this in here. You know, listening in to Culture Freedom Radio Network, the home of raw and uncut conscious talk radio at its best. Yes, Culture Freedom Radio is in the house. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Thank you all for tuning in right here for another broadcast right here of Culture Freedom Radio Network. I am your brother. I am Brother Arya Israel right here for the the host right here tonight uh, for Culture Freedom Radio Network. Most definitely up in his house again. Like I said, most definitely up in his house. Let me turn some of this stuff down in the background, man. Yes, sir. Hey, just coming in here right here for uh, Culture Freedom Radio. Freedom Friday, man. Culture Freedom Radio. Freedom Friday. Freedom Friday broadcast. Oh, man, indeed. Yeah, I want to apologize to you, brothers and sisters, because we didn't get a chance to come on on yesterday. Didn't get a chance to come on on yesterday. Um, I bought some new, uh, well, bought some new, con- not computer. I had to get my damn words right. Come on, Aria. I got some new <laughs> equipment. There we go. Broadcasting equipment, studio equipment in here. And um, I didn't get it. I actually tested before I... I got it on that Wednesday, so I was just doing some other stuff, trying to learn how to configure it and a lot of things on here. Uh, but I never tested it out right here on Blog Talk. So, you know, um, when I tried to come on yesterday on the air, I couldn't get the – couldn't dial into the show with it. Uh, so I had to figure it out a little bit later, and there were some different settings, and I uh, hope everything is right. So uh, that's why we're in here now. I'm just coming in here today since we can come on yesterday, and I want to share some things with you, my brothers and sisters, right here today on Freedom Friday. Got two different things I want to play. Uh, I got a clip I want to play. It's going to be like 19 minutes that I want to play with play for you today. It is very interesting. Um, yes, very interesting YouTube clip that I want to play uh, with you because there's some of these type of things that we talk about a lot when we talk about music and things that is nature and we talk about uh, the so-called black-on-black crime that uh, happens in our community, um, you know, and um, sometimes we say, where's the public outcry about this when, you know, about when we're killing each other, but, you know, we, we, we have a situation when there's police killing us. Uh, it, 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 there's, there's a lot of outcry, you know, um, but when it just, we do it, there seem to not be, you don't see rallies and protests and none of that stuff and how we're doing it each other on a massive scale. And uh, let me get some of this tea. Sorry, y'all. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I got some clips I want to clip I want to play. And I got another clip I want to get into is momentarily here about uh well we been, we did the last show talking about the black history and talk about Florida with uh uh Governor Ron with his Ron DeSantis and they was talking about how he's trying to block black history and you know what we went into and saying that that was how people are presenting it. And we're going to say how these damn lying-ass Democrats, and I'm going to say it, y'all, how these lying-ass Democrats in the media, far as they're uh, mis, mis, uh, misinforming the people and having you thinking that they don't want black history taught in the schools, and that's far from the damn truth. But let's get it. We're going to get into this tonight. Um, 
I want to throw this out here again. Uh, you know, I, I'm back on uh, Facebook again. I got it back on Facebook just momentarily. Uh, no, I ain't going to say, yeah, I guess momentarily. Y'all know, I get sick of that Facebook in a minute. <laughs> but I'm back on Facebook, and um, I just have a page right here for myself set up. But I want to try to set up a page for Culture Freedom Radio Network. So, uh, you know, a business page. So y'all can be able to follow us right there. I hadn't did that, so I guess I'll try to get that set up tonight. But I am back on the Facebook. Right now, I just have set up for, um, and I'm not using Sunray now. Y'all don't go by that title or that name anymore. Uh, so it's Aria. Ariya Yehuda uh, Israel. Ariya Yehuda Israel. So that's the name that I'm under uh, right now on Facebook. But I, I will have a separate page just when I'm dealing with a lot of things, dealing with the, the tabernacle, that personal page. But I would have another page set up for Culture Freedom Radio Network. So, yeah, I want to let y'all know that. So I, I stay tuned for that when I have that set up, the, uh, the business page. Let me have some more information before I get started as well. You know, I have this page on, on YouTube that I do the ministry on and doing as well, uh, Liberation Tabernacle of Yah, Liberation Tabernacle of Yah. Y'all know I host it on YouTube, so y'all, you know, who want to check that out, go and check that out. Well, I go in, you know, talk about the things, um, break down things from the what we call Tanakh. AKA people call Old Testament and the Christians and whatnot, they call the Old Testament. We say the Tanakh. Um, so yeah, I go in and talk about, I mean, go in and break down things from there. So anybody interested in checking that out, check us out on YouTube. There's Liberation Tabernacle of Yah, and Yah is spelled Y-A-H. Yeah, Y-A-H. Um, but there are some things that has occurred. Uh, y'all know it was, it was myself and David Israel, uh, David Israel, um, who was hosting. Now he, we had two different things. Uh, I was hosting on YouTube, holding that podcast down on YouTube while he was holding the podcast down from TalkShoe, and that's what he was doing, uh, you know, so-called his ministry from. But now David Israel is no longer a um, teacher or anything with Liberation Tabernacle of Yah. He, you know, decided, you know, he's going to do his own thing and start his own ministry now. So he's no longer part of the um, Liberation Tabernacle of Yod. So, you know, so just let you know, um, if anybody check out some classes or anything, he's no longer part of Liberation Tabernacle of Yod. It's just little me now. And that's cool. That's fine. So I will be holding, I will be doing everything now from the YouTube and Liberation Tabernacle of Yod on the podcast, which you can also can listen to the podcast right there on iHeartRadio. Tune in. Same place y'all catch Culture Freedom. I got to hear up getting this. I don't want to, you know, go so long with this stuff. Uh, but y'all can the same place that you can find Cultural Freedom Radio Network on all the different uh, podcast outlets. You can find Liberation Tabernacle of Yah there as well. So I just want to put that out. So, yeah, uh, David Israel is no longer a part of the Culture Freedom Radio. I mean, not, excuse me, uh, Liberation Tabernacle of Yah as a teacher or a minister on there. He's grown breast out and uh, doing his own thing, you know, so. Uh, may the most I be with the brother. That's all I can ever say about anything. You know, it's all I can throw out there. But check this out, brothers and sisters. I want to Game mention you something here tonight um, before I get into this other clip. Oh, man. Y'all know on – I got to play this damn commercial first. Let me see. Can I get this? I got to learn how to use this switchboard, y'all, so forgive me. Um, this 
you know, we talked on last show, like I said, we went into how, you know, the uh, they was talking about uh, uh, the governor of Florida, uh, Ron DeSantis, Chen, DeSantis, uh, hell, I even said his name, Ron DeSantis. Uh, <laughs> help me y'all, put, add in the word, like the name, whatever his name is. And how they were trying to say that uh, with that AP course, right? And he did not want, he was trying to block black history from being taught in school. And this is what they was putting out and saying, remember that, y'all, y'all remember that one? And he was trying to block children from learning, uh, you know, to the AP course, not learning our history. They trying to stop us from learning our history and all of this, which y'all are say again, is far from the truth, is way far from the truth. That is not true that is not true at all now uh as we went here on uh culture freedom on the last show we was telling you and we kind of like uh, now i didn't show y'all because y'all can't see it on the video i actually have a document and i went into it and i, I have the document showed you what they was talking about now now again now what was the uh, governor DeSantis uh saying and what was he talking about now he actually said and let me make i pull that video up with him um because i have this other one i'll tell y'all what i come back i play here after i play this one because i don't want to get too far out of the history and uh now al shopton now see there's a rally now this is a video i just seen from a day ago uh down in tallahassee florida al shopton this is hundreds march on the capitol to save our history yeah Hundreds marched on the Capitol with Al Sharpton and his thing. And I said I wasn't going to say nothing about Al Sharpton bad anymore. And I didn't tell y'all that on the last show, but you know, Brother Sunray, I might have to take that back. <laughs> I might have to take that statement back. Yeah. Uh, and all because, again, as I say a lot of times, brothers and sisters, this is why I say a lot of people, they misinform our people for uh, a deliberate reasons a lot. And some of the reasons for, as I keep saying, um, they try to keep our people in a, and I, I like, and I hate to say this, y'all, but I have to say it. It keep try to keep our people like we in such a a victim uh, statehood, like we uh, keep us our people in a in a victim mentality. Like y'all hear me say it all the time. It 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 have certain people thinking that you can't achieve nothing because there is. Uh, there are certain systems and things that set into play that's going to hinder you. No matter what you try to do, it's going to hinder you from succeeding. And one of those things is, they say, like, racism, white supremacy that's hindering you. Now, I, I y'all know I, I've, how, how I feel about a lot of this now. Yes, there, racism does exist, no doubt. Racism does exist. Prejudice, bigotry. Discrimination, hell yeah, is real. It exists. Most definitely, it does exist. But um, not, but this whole notion that only, only now, here's what I'm going with. And here's what I like to look at and be truthful about it. It's not only that so-called white, so-called whites are not, you know, what they call whites, are against a lot of our people and trying to hold our people down. Hell, you got black folks doing the same bullshiggity. They're instrumental in a lot of this stuff that's happening. Yes, 
they instrumental in a lot of this stuff that's the reason that a lot of things that there's certain uh black uh, communities uh and uh, a way that they are and the way that we are still being held in certain positions in this country because of certain blacks are uh, involved it is certain blacks still involved just like we talk about the slavery and the slave trade Hell, the Africans were involved in that as well. The chiefs and stuff, they were involved in this. White folk didn't pull this stuff off by the goddamn lonesome. No, Africans, the African chiefs and the tribal leaders were involved in that just like we have today. Like they say, man, the, 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 the scripture said there's nothing new under the sun. Ecclesiastics, the same thing. Just like we have a lot of these so-called black leaders, which, which whether they are black politicians, whether they are black preachers and whatever they are, they are instrumental in a lot of the stuff that's keeping our people in the, in, in the way that they are, right? Disenfranchised and, and every other goddamn thing and poverty and, and, and things that, you know, put putting laws in place, uh, whether it's locking people up, un, unjustifiable, whatever, man. There's black people in place. And, 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 and I'm going to tell you all here, right here in Memphis, where I am, we see this thing with uh, our brother Tyree Nichols. And now we are seeing how a lot of this stuff that we see, and if we thought just white police was beating the hell out of our people and killing our people, now is being exposed now, truly being exposed. But it always been that way. I don't know how people just we want to just 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 we I guess we get selective memory because again you remember the song with NWA says that when we gonna tell him to this tea y'all excuse me gotta get my herbal tea but one more time even NWA then remember they had that song the white cop showing out for the black cop that shit been going on black folk black police been acting a goddamn fool with other black people too they've been acting unrighteously with black people too but we somehow we 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 have been made to only focus on what the so-called white police do to us. But see, this thing with Tyree Nichols, what happened, and made a peace and blessed be upon that brother's soul, is really showing it. It's showing this butt nakedness and even the unrighteousness. Uh-oh, I kind of gave us a little slack at first. But even with the unrighteousness of the police chief, a lot of things have came out with her. So, man, I'm telling y'all, hey, man. Don't none of these black folks, your ass get no pass either. See, that's why I say now, I'm not on the black and the white thing. I'm not doing it. I'm on a right and right, a right and a wrong thing. I'm on a righteous and unrighteous. As we, I learned as, as an Awabian, when I was in an Awabian nation, we talked about being agreeable and disagreeable. That's what it's all about. It's, it's, it's that. It's just, just what it is. It's like the scale, the scale of balance, maat. Is either 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 uh, 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 righteous on one side and unrighteous on the other side, and that's what even the book of Barashif, or what y'all say, uh, uh, Genesis is going into when you the thing the whole thing about uh, the serpent. It was about, and I ain't gonna get Diddy beating that tonight because I know this Shabbat getting ready to come up. But that's what that whole story. When you look at the principle and the moral, as they say, the what's the moral of the story? When you look at that whole thing about Adam and Eve and that whole situation, and 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 talk about the tree of knowledge and good and evil, you have to, oh man, when you're gonna do a, do a deep analysis and find out what is this story really talk about the breakdown? Because you know they weren't talking about no real man and no woman, the first people in no damn garden and no damn snake running around here talking to nobody and all this. Nah, 
No, sir. This was a metaphorical, as I all through ancient history, people talk uh, uh, in metaphors and um, what's that? Your allegorical and, and, and talk through mythology, talk things through mythology, and that is that that story is no different. So it gives you to go again and just showing you about the disagreeable and agreeable. But let me get on to back this. I'm going, I'm just all over the place right now. No, I ain't. I'm on point. I'm on point. I'm on point. I'm on point. Well, yeah, come on, all y'all. Um, but here's something. that I'm getting into them damn disagreeable people here. Just keep lying to our people. This video I'm going to play here. Check this out. They're still down there having this thing. And even on this video, it had, they had signs and things up. It says... Ron DeSantis is black history is American history. Stop attack on blacks. Now, I'm going to find that video with him and uh, when he was talking now, because even with that, Ron DeSantis, and I'm not, you know, taking up for him just because he's, like I said, I'm about right and wrong. That's it. I don't, I don't, it's not, I don't give a damn about him because he says he's a Republican. I tell y'all, listen, I'm, I didn't say I'm a Republican. I say that I'm conservative because of what the word conservative mean and what the other uh, word conservative stand for. I give a damn about the GOP and none of that and really about the Democratic Party either. Uh, you know damn well I don't ride with them suckers. I don't ride with them, you know, but that's not everybody. I'm not going to generalize all the Democrats. I'm not generalizing all of them. So uh, just the goddamn wicked ones. How about that? <laughs> just like there's a lot of wicked ass conservative. Now we're gonna throw that in there. Uh, but let's play this video. Let me play this video for y'all, brothers and sisters. This is this is from the. Um, let me give y'all the credit for what this this clip is being played from. Let me see. It's from YouTube. But damn, what's the news outlet? The news a- outlet is uh, WTXL. WTXL in Tallahassee, Florida. Let's get it. Let's get it. Reverend Al Sharpton rallying attendees at the Save Our History rally held at the historical Florida Capitol earlier today. Thanks for joining us. I'm Channing Frampton. And I'm Ava Van Dalen, joined by Reverend R.B. Holmes and others. They marched from Bethel Missionary Baptist Church to the Capitol in protest. Their main point of contention, Governor DeSantis rejecting the instruction of a high school advanced placement African-American studies course. ABC 27's Gabriella Mercurio is live tonight at the Capitol. Now, let me stop this for a second. Now, at one time they said that I heard that now they saying it's, it's, it's uh, high school, but I've heard that this was a a college course. This course was supposed to be introduced to college students. Now, they're saying high school in here. So y'all do your more research on that one right there. And maybe the other clip I'm going to get ready to find out after that, I, it, it might fit at the college course. Let's, let's get back into it. And Gabriella, why did people say they needed to be there today? Hundreds of people from around the state marching today at the Florida Capitol to ensure that black history isn't erased. Hundreds of people rallying to save our history at the Florida Capitol Wednesday. One of those is Mary Milton. Milton helped write some of the curriculum for students at Florida State University in the 1970s. Having seen segregation and fighting for diversity and inclusion in schools for years, she's stunned to hear the proposal of eliminating African-American studies in 2023. Milton is now marching for her two grandchildren. I'm out here 
to stand up for my grandkids because I want them to know my history and their history, and it shouldn't be taken away from anyone. People traveling from across... Now, let me stop this for a second again. Now, if you want your children to know their history, why in the hell are you not teaching them yourselves? Let me say it again. If you want your grandbabies and your children to learn their history, why don't you teach them yourself? See, it's, it's, it's all this emphasis on you getting mad at a damn school system for not teaching your children when who is, uh-oh, come on now, who is supposed to be the first teacher, as we said? Who is the first teacher of a child? Don't they say the mother is the first teacher of the child? But in this instance, we as the mother and the father, that's your children, if there is a father in the home, you, y'all are the first teacher of the child. So if the school system is not teaching them history, that's your damn job. So why are you relying, first of all, in the first place, why are you relying on a school system you, to teach your children their history? Huh? Black history. That's your damn job. That's their job. Right? Now, we know what it's supposed to be teaching. What they say, y'all? Reading, writing, and arithmetic. Hell, that's the shit. That's out. They need to know that. That's hell. That's essential. If you just teach them that, goddammit, I got the rest. I got the rest. Let's get back into it. State to make their voices heard. Isaac Williams is a pastor traveling from Pensacola to be here, also experienced segregation, and why history like what he's lived through is important for American history. We went to black schools, they went to white schools. They gave us the hand down books what the white used. Everybody had their names and their books before we got our books. And then we will walk while the school bus will ride by us. That's what he is trying to do. Inch by inch. Marching hand in hand, three freshmen from Childs High School saying the lack of AP African American studies being taught will directly affect them and their future. If they got rid of APs, it would affect everybody. Now, check this out. Now, the video, y'all wish y'all can see this. The children they're showing here now, let me bag it up a little bit, though. But the children they're showing here now, now they, I don't know if these are Hispanics, Puerto Rican, Filipino, something. They're not black, y'all. <laughs> they're not black. I'm show you how, how this shit run deep. Now they don't. This, they not black. So, but but this is they got here now. This is when to talk. Now check this out. Let's get back into it. Lack of AP African American studies being taught will directly affect them and their future. If they got rid of APs, it would affect everybody. <laughs> like it would. If you want to get into any school, really, like Ivy Leagues, they're not going to look at you if you don't have college sports classes. The Tallahassee chapter of the National Action Network says that their next step is to continue to have their voices be heard to ensure that lawmakers don't eliminate African-American studies for high schoolers. Live at the Capitol, Gabriela Mercurio, ABC 27. All right, the state considered the pilot version of that AP African-American studies course biased and historically inaccurate. Hold on, let me go back to what he said. Let me go back to what he said. Let me see. Let's get some context of what he just said to anchor in. Hold on. It's for high schoolers. Live at the Capitol, Gabriela Mercurio, ABC 27. All right, the state considered the pilot version of that AP African American Studies course biased and historically inaccurate. Okay, now what that anchor said that the, that the state, which he's talking about the governor, and not only governor, but some more board members and things that said that 
there were some things that was in that so-called curriculum that they didn't, they was concerned about. I'm going to get the video because, you know, we played a little bit last time. I'm going to get the video that they was concerned about that was in it that they did not want uh, to be pushed. Now, he's going to talk about it. I'm going to just wait till he get in here because I don't want to say it. But they see, this is how they play the games with the people. Al Sharpton them got people out there protesting and shit. They probably don't even know what the hell they protesting about. But they only going with Al them don't told them. But they're not getting the truth about what I bet Adam didn't tell him what was in those curriculums. Why truly or why they just telling you he want, he's trying to get rid of teaching of black history. But no, you, he didn't. Y'all are not telling the people why I have the damn first curriculum. They don't change it now. They have changed it, but they're not going to tell the people. Now, I don't know if uh, they still trying to reject it now that they have actually changed it and took out all of this stuff about queer I already just told y'all what they went bad about. But anyway, uh, about the queer, about Black Lives Matter. And, and I need to get into that after this clip. I need to really get into that. And I want to touch on this. They're going to stop. Now, they were talking about the Black Power Movement. They're not talking about, and they're trying to say, we well, don't want them to learn about the Black Panthers. Y'all better watch the flea flicker, man. Uh-oh, I, I went too damn far. Uh-oh. You better watch the flea flicker. Somebody lying to steal again. If I were talking about the Black Power uh, movement, let me see. Let me see. Let me go. I think I went too far. I took it off. Let me see. I'm trying to get back to where I'm supposed to be. Here we go. Okay, let's go. Though most of the cited concerns were removed or made optional in the final version of the class, many here have worried political. Oh, wait a minute. He just said what I said. Ah, ah, he just said it. See, now let me go. Let me give y'all the context. They've removed a lot of the, they've removed some of the stuff out of there. Now, again, I think I said this on the last show about the, when I was talking about the virtuality, they moved some of the stuff out of there. And I think the queer, because I know the new one, I didn't see anything about the queer doc, because I looked it up, the 2000. Now, the one that I, did, I originally had, the, uh, that course that they was, they had that, uh, this, that course, it was from 2022. Right, that course. And now they have revised it and came out with one, of course, for 2022, I mean, 2023 through 24. And I, and I looked through that one. I don't see a lot of that queer and feminist things like the um, like the original word, the pilot program, the original pilot for 2002. I don't see all of that. Now, like I did tell you, when I look at the 2003 and the 2003 and 24, the new one they have, I told you now they they probably be slick now they probably still gonna try to slick give it to them cause, but what it says in there when you get that y'all can go online and look it up go and look it up and get the PDF and um and I think it's called the AP Pilot eight no AP African American uh, Study Course something like that uh, framework something to that degree you can you can find it here just look up the news they'll tell you what it is but when you look it up again. And, and you get the new one, it, it has on there, it says these pages have been left blank deliberately. That's what it says. These pages have been left blank. It, it says deliberately or intentionally. I'm going to fuck it. It's intentionally. That's what it says. So what y'all hiding? It, it's, it's damn near several pages throughout there when you start going through that course. That's what it says. Hmm. Interesting. But 
they have uh, changed it, and, and I looked at one video, and I was looking up, and they said, well, we changed it before he even started mentioning that. We had already tried to change it before, you know, before he even came out and really made those statements. We changed it. That's what they're trying to say. They're not trying to say they changed it now because he rejected it. They're trying to make this lie up now. They changed it because, you know, we already had changed it before he even came out and said something about it. Yeah, right. So let's go. Let's go. So this anchor, he's getting ready to say this part right here. I'm not going to stop it again, yo. Though most of the cited concerns were removed or made optional in the final version of the class, many here worried political pressure was being applied to whitewash black history. Reverend Al Sharpton, who fired up that crowd later at the Capitol, charged that Governor DeSantis shouldn't be meddling with education. If you would study history, Governor, you would have known to mess with us in education always ends to your defeat. Now, in a news conference that followed, Sharpton went further, dubbing DeSantis baby Trump and saying the Republicans' actions were racist. DeSantis suggested the state consider dropping the nonprofit that administers AP classes, College Board, altogether. Now, let's get it. As an Expedia member. Now, let's get into it. I'm going to find uh, the governor's speech, what he spoke on it. Now, here's the thing. Now, Al Sharpton said the governor's, what the governor did, was racist, right? We did hear that. He said it was racist, right? So what he's trying to stop these people from pushing on black in the black community, right? Under the disguise of black history, that's racist. Trying to push something on our people agenda uh, of, um, saying you're trying to teach black history but you're pushing queer doctrine on our people you you, you're trying to push black feminism on the people that's so that right there is racist now now we're going with the narrative he's saying that's racist because we don't want because now that's 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 like uh, like i said that's uh, that's a european guy as they say white guy who say and I'm trying to find this clip, man. God damn it. And that's the white guy who's saying this, that they should not. Let me see. Black leaders apologize. No, that's not the one. But he, they should not be trying to utilize this and hide this under. Um, uh, I'm trying to find it, y'all. Okay. Okay, here we go. I think this is it right here. I'm trying to find the right one, brothers and sisters. I'm trying to find they got a couple of long ones and there's a short one. I think this was it. Let me see. Advanced placement course for Florida high schoolers is stirring a political debate across the state. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was in Jacksonville today and answered questions about the state's decision to reject a new course, African-American studies, from being taught in Florida. On your side, Zach Wilcox spoke with a local teacher about the decision to nix the course. Governor Ron DeSantis and the State Board of Education, for that matter, have a laundry list of concerns with the AP African American Studies pilot program. That's why it's currently banned. But some folks feel that rejecting it is taking an opportunity away from students to learn about a part of history that doesn't. That's not the one. I'm trying to get to his. One one inside our class. Republican Governor Ron DeSantis. Florida is where woke goes to die. And just weeks into his second term, the administration has a new target 
banning public schools from teaching advanced placement African-American studies. A pilot course by the college board focused on black history, arts, science, and culture. Department of Education wrote this month, the course significantly lacks educational value, adding that they would consider a revised curriculum with lawful historically accurate content. Today, Governor DeSantis said teaching black history is required in Florida now, schools, but added this course amounted to indoctrination. This course on black history, what are one of, what's one of the lessons about? Queer theory. Now, who would say that an important part of black history is queer theory? That is somebody pushing an agenda on our kids. And so when you look to see they have stuff about intersectionality, abolishing prisons, that's a political agenda. Freedom from the move stems from the so-called Stop Woke Act DeSantis signed into law last year to clamp down on diversity and inclusion efforts by schools and businesses. We believe in education, not indoctrination. And it's just the latest battle in DeSantis' culture war, taking aim at the teaching of race in schools, how teachers can talk about gender identity, whether trans kids can play on sports teams, and COVID vaccine requirements. We are not a sanctuary state. He's made an enemy of blue state governors sending migrants across the country without advance notice. And he's attacked Disney, one of the state's largest employers and marquee businesses. I don't care what big corporations say. Here I stand. I'm not backing down. Fights on race, schools, and identity that have catapulted DeSantis to the national stage. And okay. into 2024 presidential contention. Yeah, I, just, I just want to go back to the the part what he's saying, what they was, a, what why. Now, one of the things that now this is for the Department of Education, and they says uh, y'all can't see this, but it says significant. Of course, it's significantly like educational value. It says now if they revise it and they put something in there lawful and historical accurate content. It would be allowed. So, again, now they have supposedly been went in and took out a lot of that bull crap with Black Lives Matter and all of the other stuff in there. But let's just listen to what he said again. Today, Governor DeSantis said teaching black history is required in Florida schools, but added this course amounted to indoctrination. Wait a minute. He says that black history is required. In Florida schools, so if 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 now if they saying he's lying, do they not? I'm not in Florida. I don't know. I have no clue. Do they not teach already? Have they not been? And are they not teaching Black history in Florida? Huh? Are they not already teaching Black history in Florida? Because now to make him out of make him out of a lie, Al, are they not teaching it in? Because he said now that is required to be taught. But here's the thing. Again, let's go. On black history, what are one of, what's one of the lessons about? Queer theory. Now, who would say that an important part of black history is queer theory? That Bam. Y'all heard that. And right. Who would say that is a poor part of black history? Who would say that is an important part of black history? Let me ask y'all something. We in Black History Month right now, the recognition and of black history. How important is that that we need to know the sexuality 
of any of the individuals that's been brought up through uh, the, the, the discussion of black history, the people who have contributed to our advancement and our uh, upliftment and our struggles here in America, those individuals, who cares or who's concerned about what was their uh, sexual preference? By a show of hands, just raise your hand. My hand ain't raised, y'all. My hand ain't raised. Um, now, I've heard now, as like we said on one of the shows, we heard about, uh, what was that this guy named? James Baldwin. Now, people say that the man was a homosexual. I don't know for sure. I don't know. I have no clue. Now, I'm just mentioning him because he, some people say that he was homosexual. Uh, there's several other people. Now, this, here we go. Here we go. Sister Rosa Parks made a peace and made a peace and blessed be upon his soul. Now you hear about her and the sitting on the bus and what she did. Um, does it? Did, did, do we need to hear? Uh, how important is it to know uh, whether if if she were? I'm not saying the, the sister were. I, I have no clue, y'all. I'm just making an example here. Is it important that we need to know if she was a lesbian or not? Hmm. Was she a lesbian or a hell? Was she may have been a transgender? She might not been a, a a real woman. Maybe she was. A tra- we don't now. Nobody's bringing nobody. Every every time we always ever heard about history before, right? We just heard about her what she did, her sitting, her stance on not getting up. That's what we always heard about the sit-ins and things what they done. It wasn't no importance to us about learning about their sexuality or anything of that nature. Now, I'm, I'm going to jump off that, that video now. I think this should be enough. But I just want to throw that out there. You know, when Al, them, and all of these damn people, again, that's going out here constantly, constantly misinforming the people about truly what is going on. Yeah deliberately misinforming the people about truly what is going on. Nobody is trying to stop you from teaching black history. Nobody is trying to stop you from black history. And and again, even if they did stop trying to teach it in the school systems, where's the first person? I mean, where's the first place that it should be taught anyway? inside of your home so again like i said earlier why you mad if they were trying to do it you see that mean you're liking in your damn job as as parents teach it in your goddamn i'm not marching in the goddamn street trying to make see this is one thing about it here sisters and brothers y'all somebody might disagree with me and get mad at me but i gotta see it we always out here marching trying to make people do shit that we should get like like elijah muhammad said when you should be able to get up and do for yourself. When you should be able to, you have the power and you have the ability to get up and do for yourselves. There's like like this 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 podcast. Well, I can talk, I can play Black History stuff all damn day long, right? We got YouTube. You have outlets such as YouTube. Hell, there's numerous of great information on Black History on YouTube. Plenty of it. Plenty of it. 
there's great authors out here who's writing books, who's, I mean, so-called African-American blacks, whatever title we like to be called. There's writing books, got their books on Amazon, hell, uh, shit everywhere, got their books on in, 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 in Barnes and Noble, all over the place. Who's trying to truly stop us from learning our history? Nobody, man. Come on, y'all. Come on, again, even if they try in the school systems, you have the ability to teach it your damn selves. Unless you're trying to say they're trying to stop you from learning point blank, period. Nobody's doing that. So I'm just, this this bullshit again always got black folk. And see, that way again, y'all know what that is. Y'all know what that is, right? You know what's going on. Y'all know what's going on. Like like Candace, Sister Candace Owens always said, trying to keep you on that democratic plantation. Yeah, trying to keep you on that democratic plantation because, see, again, it, 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 it makes him look like he's the bad guy because they're going to throw in his political party, that Republican, the Republican. So if you look at it, Republicans are being the one who, as you say, trying to stop you from learning your history. What does, what does that mean? Who are you most likely to go out and vote for? Because who I look like we're fighting to make sure you uh, have your history restored and renewed and nobody's going to take it away from you, the Democratic Party. We your friend. We wouldn't do that to you like them racist ass Republicans would do. So you're going to go out and do what? You're going to go to cash your vote for who? The Democrats, because they are the ones trying to save your history. I'm not saying that's true, y'all, but that's the game that they're playing. Pay attention, y'all. Just like they did this whole thing with with the uh, uh, immigration they were doing. Now, what was y'all don't y'all y'all don't hear them talk about no goddamn immigration no more, will you? People, same shit with same shit still going on, but you don't hear them saying that. But now it's their turn. But this is all they're doing, and is, is is trying to. And people like Al Sharpton and them, they're trying to keep you under that democratic, um, uh, as I say, that mindset or in the democratic plantation. Now I listened to election. I said I got to play this other video right fast. It's like 19 minutes, excellent video. Um, where there was the discussion with Sister Candace Owens and um. Cornell West, Professor Cornell West, and man, I tell you, <laughs> and these goddamn Democrats, man, these goddamn folks, brother, I say they something else. When I say something else, I mean they are something else. Uh-oh, what did I, I lost the damn place of the video. But yeah, uh, oh, shit, I lost my spot with this video. I find it. Oh, there we go, there we go. Yeah, but these people, man, they, Audible, it's the they, they constantly try to play this game with you. And again, you got to play the game. You got to not know the game they're playing because, like, it's not only just so-called white, whites. Blacks are involved in this. Like, say, Al Sharpton, them, they, who, what, what are they? They black. They're black. Some of these people don't have the best interest of you at heart at all. I don't give a fuck what color they are. They don't have the best. A lot of these people don't have the best. They have the best interest of themselves. Their financial interest, that's what they, they're they more concerned about. Now, we talk about crime. If they talk about crime, you think they really give a damn about if crime goes up, crimes go down. These black ass folks around here, like when, when uh, uh, Tyree Nichols, they had a city council member. 
that was on here. He was on CNN when Don Lemon was interviewing. He, Montavious Jones, I think that's that bastard's name. Excuse my French, y'all. He on there crying and shit, playing and shit. He crying his ass out. You lying mother. That's one, that's one lying mother. He dirty mother. Yeah. Yeah. Faking all that motherfucking crying. Excuse me, I didn't get the bleep button that time. Faking all that goddamn crying. You ain't did shit the whole time you had been in office as a city council. Now you wanna now you wanna pretend that you you concerned about the black community. Now you wanna complain, you lying mother. Play they like that. What do you say? You play too goddamn much. That's a black man. It's mother. Let me let me let me let me proceed. These black politicians and shit don't give a fuck about y'all, man. They don't give a fuck about none of us either. They try. They worried about their fucking pocket. Just like you got the, you had the black caucus, the black ass caucus. Yeah, I see it. The black caucus who set their regular ass in there the whole time when Trump was in office. When Trump was in office, they were trying to tell him, "Hey, look, man, what y'all want?" Cause like. Y'all know my stance where I will say shit. The motherfucker keep he bragging and shit what he gonna do for black folks and this and that. Hey, look, I'm gonna put your ass to the test. I'm gonna I'm gonna bust your ass out. Look, we in media, we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna we gonna put you on the spotlight. I we gonna test your ass out now. Okay, look, this is what we want. You go in, the black caucus could have went in there with agenda, with a you know, something that they wanted. And, and pushed and gave it to them and then did a goddamn press conference. Look, we went, we sat down with the goddamn president. We told him what we want. This is this is what we asked for as a black community or black Americans, you know, just that and nothing. And he keep on saying, hey, he's willing to do something for black Americans. He's willing to do more for us than Barack Obama did. But we're we going to put him to the test, y'all. And then if he wouldn't have did it, yeah, you would have got him because they always talk about he was always lying. Hey, you could have proved it. But no, uh-uh, no, 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 them black, them black Never mind. Uh, them black line motherfuckers, you know what they did? They want to sit on their ass and and play like goddamn little ass spoiled ass children. No, we don't want to talk to him. We don't like him. It ain't about you, you dumb mother. It was about the people. The people voted. The people voted for your regular ass to be a representative a, a representative for them. Hmm? Each and every last one of you politicians, the people vote for you to represent them. It ain't about you and your regular ass feelings, how you feel. You represent the people. Well, whatever the people desire, this is why y'all try to play with the people too, to get them to desire, make them think uh, some things they desire, but they, it's just the game that y'all been selling the people to lie. So they've, it's falsified desires that a lot of people have. But anyway, so when we say, look, man, we don't give a fuck about Trump racist or not, man. Look, fuck it. As long as he going to get us what we want, man, we don't give a damn about this. He could be racist while he wants, as long as he take care of his motherfucking business. Look, this is my taxes. I got to pay in this land. Lower my goddamn taxes. He can keep his personal hatred to his goddamn self. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, you can you can, you can be hate, hateful all you want. You can be whatever all you want. Hey, look. Motherfucker, we paying you to do a job, and that's to go in here and represent us. You know, hey, we don't give a damn about all the other bullshit y'all talking about. So that's how I mean. But the Black Hawkers sat around bullshitting, 
Talking about they didn't want to talk. And still ain't doing nothing right now. They got Biden in there. They got Biden in there. What, 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 are y'all, uh, what, are, what are y'all negotiating for the people right now that Biden is in there, right? Because did, did you tell Ice Cube? Well, I can't, I can't do nothing until you know, till, till I get in there. Now you're in there. Y'all don't hear a damn thing being uh, said is, is that black people are you know, it, is going to get some kind of, uh, I don't know, like a special deal, do you? You know, you, are we hearing anything special um, – Referendums or something been passed. I'm trying to find the right word, y'all. You know, I'm trying to talk like I'm Jesse Jackson. I could use some big words for y'all tonight. Uh, some kind of uh, a special deal. Black folk, you know what? We can't give you reparations right now because we're trying to figure this thing out. But here's what we can do for you right now. Every black American in, a, in, in living here inside the shores of America, they might make put a list stipulation. I don't know. But here's what we're going to do for you. You get special tax breaks. You get special tax breaks, you know, until we figure out how we can give you reparations, because everybody's always talking about reparation. This is the least we can do for right now until we figure this out. You know, we got everybody else paying these taxes. You know, we know you're black. Shit. We look at you and tell, you know, you, you put it on your applications, you put it on this, that, and another. So we know who you are. You get a special uh, tax cut. Does it? It's written in stone. This is going to be the law of the land. I don't give a damn. We ain't finna sign no goddamn, uh, 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 what you call executive orders. No, we're going to put this in writing. It's going to pay me plastic as a bill. Also called African-Americans, all blacks get a, because of what happened, uh, during slavery and through their descendants, we get a tax, tax break. You know, something right now. God damn it. But no, ain't nobody. They ain't saying shit like that, right? They weren't saying nothing about that shit. Still playing the game. We're trying to work out this stuff about reparations. But anyway, brothers and sisters, uh, I have a video that I want to play and go into. This is a, a guy. It's like 19 minutes, brothers and sisters. Uh, it's like this Freedom Friday. Thank you all for telling me again one more time to Freedom Friday. Now, we talk here and speak here on this show about a lot of things that's happening in our community all over the United States, whether it's Chicago and things of this nature. Now, I did see something. I hope I still got this thing on my picture right in my phone by Chicago. We know we mentioned Chicago, but I seen something about Lightfoot the other day, Mayor Lightfoot, her rag last. Um, I think I might have deleted it, though. But, uh, yeah, Mayor Lightfoot, and they was talking about the thing in Chicago. Okay, here it is. I saw this on a news thing the other day, which is disheartening. And it was talking about the death rate per 1,000 people. This is from, uh, what was this? I'm trying to see what this is here. This is Prime Prime News Nation that I saw this on. And they had this thing. It was about a week ago. And they were saying, uh, it's like I said, death per 1,000 people. They were saying here that in Chicago, in Chicago, the death rate, as they say it had here, 1,277, the murder rate just for Chicago. And they said, far as the U.S. troops who were killed in Iraq, right, 675. Now, this is Chicago. I mean, Iraq. That's a war. That was a war that was waged, right? Military. You talk about military personnel. U.S. troops killed in Iraq. 
675. People killed in Chicago, 12,000. I mean, excuse me. Oh, Lord have mercy. Not that many. 1,277 people. Now, it says young people at more risk in Chicago than Iraq and Afghanistan. That's what this thing was talking about. More men, young men at more risk in Chicago than Iraq and Afghanistan. Now, that's a goddamn shame, y'all. That's a goddamn, but oh, what's the goddamn public outcry about that, Al? Uh, and whoever else. I mentioned Al because I'm saying, and I, told, I, was, I ain't talking bad about Al. Y'all said I wasn't going to say nothing bad about him like I used to, you know, talk, call, you know, call him all out his name. I ain't do that, y'all. I'm just, just throwing some facts here. And this video right here was done by a guy named Michael Smith right here on YouTube. Michael Smith. And y'all can look this video up and so you can actually see it. Uh, it's like 19 and 20, 20 minutes, 19 minutes and 29 seconds. But it's called Black Murder is Normal. Look it up YouTube, y'all. You know, it's on, he was doing a thing with uh, Ted, the Ted X Talk. Y'all know that thing, that little panel thing? It's called Black murder is normal by michael smith and in the beginning i had to fast forward because y'all not going to see it so i fast forward a little bit he was showing pictures and things and how you know he he, he first got into uh, a ministry as a pastor and um he primarily he grew up around black you know the black community um college from his college days and uh, even with did ministry, he showed what he first got into ministry. He was with Crefro Dollar and, and a, a couple other black ministers. So he's been around the black community a hell of a lot and dealing with them, even in his ministries. His, his congregation, he showed, uh, looked like they were all black. Yeah, congregation. But here's, I'm going to get into this, brothers and sisters, that y'all hear this right fast. Uh-oh. On quite a journey the past 24 years. Now, in this time, I learned a lot of beautiful things about a lot of beautiful people. I learned a lot of ugly things about myself, and I learned a lot of dark things about the nation in which we live. But I also learned that I, being White Mike, specifically the white part, have a lot of power. White Mike has a question today, and it's this. How come when you turn on the radio in Jacksonville, or New Orleans, or Chicago, or Little Rock, the only people on the radio that talk about how great it is to kill each other are black? How come that exists? Fifteen stations on a dial, go up, go down. The only people on the radio bragging about getting automatic weapons, gunning each other down, are black. This right here is a song. Uh, my pastoral vocabulary won't let me read the title, uh, but I will read this. Catch a young black male not paying attention at the red light with your AK-47. Let me see you shoot it. You're a killer, you're a killer, you're a killer, you're a killer black male. Let me see you prove it. Why does this exist? I'll take it even further because a lot of time racism exists uh, in what we, in, in what's, uh, we don't know, what we don't see. Where are the white killers on the radio? Where are the white AK-47 shooters? Where are the white drug dealers? Where are the white people on the radio that brag about what it's like to murder witnesses before trial? The truth is they don't exist. And the question is why? Why don't they exist? Do white people not kill people? Do white people not use AK-47s to shoot each other? I mean, we know, do white people not do drugs? Do they not deal drugs? Of course they do. But why is it that it doesn't make it to our mainstream radio? Why is it that we don't hear it hundreds of times a day in th- uh, hundreds of cities across the nation, thousands of plays that say the idea that a black guy would kill another black guy is something to be celebrated, something to be romanticized? 
And why is it the white people don't do it? And maybe that, maybe it's because there's no white audience for it. Or maybe it's because it's not really marketable. Maybe because it's not, can't get sponsors. I don't know why it is. Uh, or maybe it's because it's just not the white man's role. Or maybe when white people get up and talk about being drug dealers and AK-47 killers, maybe it's even sicker than that. Maybe when white people do it, they're accused of acting black. The truth is in America, black murder is normal. Black murder is normal. The idea that a black man or a black woman would be involved in a homicide, either as a perpetrator or a victim, is so common, so broadly accepted that it basically goes unnoticed. The truth of the matter is black families are affected by homicide at rates of 10 times their white counterparts. There will be more death in the form of homicide involving black people this year than any other form of violence that dominates our national conversation. More than school shootings, mall shootings, mass shootings, workplace shootings, lovers' twists, uh, lovers trips that turn violent and bloody, even more than in war and in terrorism, no one will lose their life at greater numbers than black Americans involved in violence. Now, when you talk about what's going on in one segment of society and somehow tie it to what's going on someplace else, you kind of lose people, they detach. This is our unknowing. Prejudice, discrimination, and racism are not the same. We know prejudice, it exists in human hearts and minds. Discrimination exists in hands and policies, but racism is neither in hearts and minds, nor is it really in policies. Matter of fact, it doesn't take action to keep racism going, it takes inaction. It doesn't take hearts and minds to keep racism going, it actually has to keep things out of people's mind. Racism is like the millstone that churns along in the background. It just goes generation in and generation out and keeps turning out the same generational outcomes. Racism is like the uh, nicotine stains left on the walls after the smoking tenants move out. They take the couch, they take the clock, they take the picture, but the evidence that they've been there still remains. Now, when I speak of black murder being normal, I'm talking about the combination of commonality and palatability. You know, black murder in our country is not only common, it's not only frequent, but it's an idea that we celebrate. It's an idea that we say is, is okay. We actually make heroes and, and, out of the notion, heroes out of people uh, that trivialize and romanticize it. How common is black murder? Well, in some demographics in the United States, it's very common. According to the CDC, they release a report every year called the LCOD, Leading Cause of Death. And every year, it's been this way year in and year out for the past decade, as far back as they list on their site, black males ages 15 to 34, the number one cause of death is homicide the number one cause of death. For white males, it's number three. And when you hear that, you instantly go, well, yeah, I mean, that would seem right. I mean, I know I hear of black-on-black crime, or I hear about urban crime. So I guess, yeah, number one to number three. I mean, it's a problem, but it's really not that bad. But the devil is always in the details. The truth of the matter is that if I were to take everybody that dies in, uh, in this year, every black male, 15 to 34, and I brought them into a room December 31st, said, all of you have made it to the afterlife. And I want to take a quick survey. How, how many of you got here by cancer? A few voices say, me. How many of you got here by auto accidents? Me. How many of you died of a heart attack on, a, on an athletic field? Me. And I said, how many of you were gunned down by another human being? And half the room would raise their hands. Now, every time I show this information, people always say, well, if the number three cause of death for white males, what is the number one cause of death? And without fail, year after year, it's called unintentional injuries, accidents, falling off a four-wheeler, crashing a, a, you know, a go-kart or, or you know, a, a bungee jumping without paying attention to, you know, knots and things like that. So basically the American story is white kids are dying because they're clumsy and black kids are dying because they're gunned down. Chicago, just like New Orleans, just like Jacksonville, just like Little Rock, how common is black murder? The past three years, there's been about 1,270 uh, victims of homicide, 2012, all the way up to this week in 2014. And of those victims, 64 were white. Now this transcends the simple diagnosis that we have. Well, it's education, it's poverty, it's family structure. As you study it locally, nationally, as you study it decade after decade, it doesn't follow any of those easy answers. Something much deeper and much darker is at work. 
How common is black murder? Well, in my entire life, 1973 to 2014, there has never been a year since I've been breathing that blacks have not been overrepresented in homicide. Never been a year that you can go into a morgue and you don't see blacks overrepresented. It's the story of America. It's certainly the story of America in my lifetime. My question is, what will be the first year that we see it a one-to-one ratio? I mean, if it's somewhere between 7 to 1 and 10 to 1 now, I mean, when will it be 1 to 1? We would consider it a huge national victory if we ever got it to 5 to 1, to 4 to 1, to 3 to 1. Violent crime has gone down over the past 40 years. People say, isn't that great? No, because prison has gone up over the past 40 years. And no matter the fact that violent crime has gone down or prison has gone up, what's never closed is the gap. There's always that gap, 6 to 1, 7 to 1, 8 to 1. Usually it's the smartest person in the room at this point that yells out from the back, sir, are you saying you want more white people killed? And then all of a sudden I realize that's why we die in clumsy accidents. All right, here we go. <clears throat> now, uh, the real question is, why is this going on? Why is this the story of my life? Why is this the story of my country? And everyone in this room falls into one of two categories. You're in one of two categories. Either there's something wrong with them, some core deficiency in black people. They're just prone to violence. So we use anecdotal evidence to talk about that. Or there's something wrong with us. And depending on what category you fall in, if there's something wrong with them, you point fingers. Hey, you need to do something. If you say there's something wrong with us, then you roll up your sleeves and you get busy. Well, the truth is there is something wrong with us. And this years ago, we set off a bomb. And that bomb affected our cultural soil. It affected our definitions. It affected our expectations. It affected who we are, how we describe ourselves, and how we describe other people. What we believe down to the core of our being. It's in our air. It's in our cultural water. And it's passed down from generation to generation. Now, again, it would take me a few TED Talks uh, to really get into this. But uh, uh, the, lie, the bomb is about lies. It's about deep lies. One of the lies is that blackness is somehow associated with criminality, sexual deviance, and violence. That when you come across blackness, that inherent in being black, there's some sort of deviance, violence, uh, uh, and criminality associated. And that's a derivative of a greater lie, which is that somehow black life is inferior to white life. That the value of it is less. That, that, that if you were weighed in the scale, the black life just weighs a little less. That if you were to try to cash it in on the street, you'd get a little less money for it. And these are essential to, these are the lies that help build our nation, help build the Western world. Uh, and, and, and here's what's interesting about this, is these lies are not only lies we've told about black people, but we've told to them. I was in an unsolved homicides meeting here in Jacksonville last year, 1,100 unsolved homicides. I was there with the families. They were having a conversation with our sheriff's department, and on the walls were all the pictures of the victims. And you already know the vast majority of the pictures were of uh, black residents of Jacksonville. There were white families there, certainly, and I, I, I'm not trying to say that it doesn't happen among the white community. Of course it does. But I'll never forget, a mom interrupted the detective. She said, excuse me, I have a question. He said, yes, ma'am. She said, I know you don't know who killed my daughter, but I have a more important question. He said, what is that? She said, when you pick my daughter's body up off the side of the road, she said, how did you do it? He said, what do you mean, how did I do it? She said, well, did you pick her up, and did you set her on the gurney, and did you zip her up in the bag, and did you slide her in the back of the van, and did you shut the doors gently? She said, or did you just pick her up, slam her down, zip her up, and put it in? She says, I want to know how you treated my daughter's body when you picked it up off the ground. She said, did you treat it like you would treat a white man's daughter? That's a very interesting question. As though a mother doesn't have enough to deal with, she also has to wonder that when the people working the crime did it, did they work it as somebody's personal, precious life was solved, or is it just another dead black kid on the street? Another mother popped up. She said, yeah, I know you don't have the answer to who killed my son. He says, ma'am, you know I would call you if I had it. I want to call you. She says, I, know you, I don't need a phone call. She says, but I do need to know that you pay attention to it, and, and I do need to know that my son's death matters. And here's why, because she sees the files on, her desk in his, on his desk in her mind, and she sees the stacks in her mind of dead black kids, and she sees the stacks of little white kids, and she just wants to make sure that in the common thing that happens all the time, that her son's life is just as precious. As everyone else's. Black murder is normal. I mean, when I talk about it, none of you are really shocked. The most you can say is, well, I didn't know it was that bad, which brings up the real question about palatability. 
Are we comfortable with it being like this? Are we comfortable? I'm 41 years old. Are we comfortable with living in a nation where this goes on? Well, if we're not comfortable, if we're not okay, are we appalled and outraged? And when I say we, I mean we. Are we appalled and outraged? It, it, that's the question. There are certainly people all over the country doing it. Some- now, let, let me stop it for a second. Now, y'all can see that, that, that the video, when he said, are we comfortable, he was pointing to his skin and saying, white, so-called white people, European, of European descent. He was pointing and talking about film. That's what he said. Y'all couldn't see that in the video, so I had to just stop and tell you. But when I discovered that them, them doing something about it is totally different uh, than we doing something about it. Now, a lot of things that you have to understand is this uh, uh, about racism. And when I talk about prejudice, discrimination, and racism, the answer lies right here. It wouldn't seem like the answer is here, but if you want to know how comfortable we are with black murder, you just got to look at the marketplace. When you see this photo one week after Dr. King won the uh, uh, Montgomery bus uh, court case, uh, and they decided to, uh, to eliminate the racist policies and the, or the uh, discriminatory policies. Uh, this is his picture. It was a great victory. And you know about the prejudice. You know about the discrimination. But right here on the front of the bus is the racism. Because racism exists in the unchecked and the unchallenged normal. My question is, 60 years later, what in the world is a Pepsi ad doing on the front of a bus company that makes black people sit in the back? What in the world is it doing there? I mean, did the Pepsi CEO look back on that today and go, yeah, you know, yeah, that was a fail. Shouldn't have done that. Are they ashamed? Are they ashamed that, that they would – well, let me ask you this. Could they do it today? If I started a bus company in Jacksonville and say, i got this great thing, beautiful buses. I want Pepsi's name on it. They said, let's do the deal. I said, but the deal is gays, blacks, and Jews sit at the back. They couldn't put their name on that. Why? Because as American attitudes change, as American definitions change, as American norms change, guess who else has to change? The marketplace. There's certain things they could get away with when that type of thing was normal that they can't get away with now. The same thing not only goes with policy, it goes with entertainment. My favorite cartoon, one of them all time, is Tom and Jerry. This is Mammy Two-Shoes. Mammy Two-Shoes, you never saw her except for a couple of times above the knees. She was always the one yelling at Thomas the cat for what he was doing. She was voiced by Lillian Randolph, a great radio actress. But here's the interesting thing. White entertainers create white entertainment, and they carve out a black role, and the black role that they saw fit was to play this stereotypical black woman. That lasted up until the in the early 50s, then huge, huge protests broke out, and they said, you know what? We don't want to be portrayed like that anymore. And to this day, if you want to watch Tom and Jerry, you go home, you want to watch it on Netflix, you want to watch it on Amazon, this comes up on the screen. It says, what you're about to watch contains some racial stereotypes. They were wrong then, and they're wrong now. They were commonplace. We don't want to edit her out because that will pretend that will make it like it never happened. We're going to put her in, but know that we know there's something wrong with this. Now, we don't have Mammy Two-Shoes today. You can't get away with it. Nobody, nobody would put it out there. But we do have black people that get on the radio every day in white-owned companies, white-owned stations with white-owned sponsors that play the role of hypersexualized, hypercriminalized male. I ask these advertisers, they say, I've got hundreds of songs a day that celebrate killing animals. Will you put them on your station? They said, no. I've got hundreds of songs a day that talk about assaulting women and, 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 and abusing kids. Would you put them on your station? They said, no. I said, I've got hundreds of songs a day that talk about murdering blacks. Would you put them on your stations? They said, well, that depends. Depends on what? Who it's done by and who it's branded for. Y'all heard that? Because if we can get black folks to sing about it and we can brand it for our youngest black audiences, I think there's money to be made. I think there's American appetites to see these people that way. I said, how can you say that? They said, well, look, it's what these artists know. It's what they black people uh, create. As a matter of fact, our surveys say it's what they want to hear, which speaks of a sickness. How do we live in a society where somebody says, you know what, I'm inspired to write a 
song that celebrates murdering another person. And then a person says, I'd like to put that on my station. Another person says, I'd like to pay for it. And then there's people out here in the audience that go, I'd love to hear it as long as it's black guys. Because even white people buy rap music, buy this type of stuff, because we know that when we want to hear about killing each other, we know who to turn to for that type of inspiration. We call it our music. We say we own it. White people buy more rap than black people. Yeah, but we're very careful to turn it down at the stoplight when other black people are there. Why? Because we know we're just pretending for them it's, it's more authentic and real. I always ask the companies, what about your name? What about your brand? What about your value? And the largest radio company in the world said this, it's okay that we only have drug dealers on our black youth stations. We only have murders on our black youth stations. We support black charities. We give out water at the Martin Luther King Parade. I think we've got it covered. We've bought them off. Now, people get upset, the smartest guys in the room again. You're talking about censorship. I don't believe that. I believe in, cen- I believe in free art. Make whatever you want. I believe you should make music about anti-Semitism. I believe you should make music about killing dogs. I believe in this country you should make music uh, uh, about uh, bashing homosexuals and driving them behind trucks. I believe you should make music about uh, stringing people up on, on, on trees. I believe you should make music about killing Whitey. I believe you should make all that music. But I also believe that in the mainstream marketplace, people should hesitate associating their name with certain concepts. You know, there's certain stuff you can't buy at the store, certain stuff you can't get on iTunes because their brand doesn't want it. But if you want to hear black people celebrate and killing black people, they got thousands and thousands and thousands of those things to sell you. I don't think it's about censorship. I think it's about American cultural hypocrisy. Because here's the truth. These black entertainers, they can't sing just about anything. There's some stuff that will get them fired, and they get dropped, and they get fired, and they get slapped on the wrist, and they get disciplined all the time. Why? Because sometimes they step over the bounds. A very famous case is what happened with Rick Ross. Rick Ross is the Mammy Two-Shoes, one of the many Mammy Two-Shoes of our day. He's, he's a black entertainer in a world carved out for him and a role carved out for him by white entertainment companies. And one day he talked about, in the middle of a song that celebrated killing drugs and killing blacks, he made a reference to date rape. And when he made that reference to date rape, that set social media on fire. That got 100,000 petitions in 24 hours. Hey, buddy, date rape is no joke. That had white people standing outside of Reebok in New York saying, you better take this seriously. We're tired of a rape culture in America. One line in one song moved the masses. And you know what Reebok did? Did they stand by him and say, hey, we believe in freedom of speech. We believe in freedom of expression. It's just a song. Calm down. No, they fired his tail on the spot. The president came out and said, this goes against our high standards. He's gone against the values of our brand. Shame on Rick Ross. We're disappointed. He doesn't know how serious date rape is. And when I saw that, I thought, wow, how convenient. Isn't that amazing? But here's what really happened. It's not their brand. It's not their values. Rick Ross went off script. He was hired to get black customers, and they think that black customers go with black bait. And in America, black bait is the hypercriminalized, hypersexualized portrayal of black people. And as long as he had sung about that, the stuff that got him hired, he still have a job at Reebok. But when he touched other sensitivities that affect us, he lost his job. See, the truth is it's not they that need to change. It's we that need to change. We, we created the lies. We created them for our profit. We, the, we own the companies. We own the record labels. We own the advertisers, and we keep putting it out. And it's this that's got to change. I thought about it. You know what? I, I wonder if White Mike could get anybody's attention on this. So I stood outside of a Walmart, and I said, hey, uh, I don't think killing cops and killing blacks is very cool. And you know what? It only took seven weeks of Mike Mike standing out there, and they wrote a letter and said, yeah, we don't think it's cool either. We're going to pull our name off of that. The largest retailer in the world had never considered that maybe their commercial shouldn't be right before or after a song about young black men being gunned down. And I realized this, that black murder is normal, but it should not be. 
And I realized the importance at the coffee table, at every headline, every pastor's gathering, every family gathering to say, you know what, these black lives matter. It's not just another black kid. These are human beings. I'm doing my best in every way, shape, and form. Talks like this everywhere I can go to say, you know what, I was born in a world where black murder was normal. My kids were born into a world where black murder is normal, but I don't want to die in a world where black murder is normal. Am I five years or ten years away? I don't know, but I'm screaming as high as I can. Let's feel this pain and let's lift our voice to tell the lies. They are not criminals. They are not deviants. And they're lives are just as important as ours. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, sir. Indeed. Man, I tell y'all, man. Powerful words, man. Hey, powerful words. That's, I tell y'all, man, I I, and I saw that when I, I was just going through YouTube and I saw that when it was good that I saw that the most high wanted me to see that. And I, I sent it to justice. I didn't even know I had sent it to my brother and uh, man. And like he said, man, and great. There was, there was some, some true powerful talk as well. Let me see. My brother said it. He said, that was a good speech, man. That was a good speech. It was, man. And to show you that, you know, a lot of people see and, and, and they know, What's going on? They're not blinded to it. And and here's the thing for me, brothers and sisters. You know, we have we've had this discussion right here on Culture Freedom several times, several times. And not just here, Culture Freedom, but 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 there are some people out here in the so-called black community and whatnot and black talk radio and places like that that have these discussions as well, have had these discussions. But it's, it's just not enough. It's just not enough that we will stand up and be able to say, you know what, we had enough. We heard enough of these talks and it made us start thinking that, damn it, we don't have enough. We're tired of this shit. We're tired of it. We're sick of this. We had enough. We fed the hell up. We fed up. And, but it, it, it ain't yet there, you know. Um, the dissatisfaction is not there. And, I've have discussions with brothers a lot, not just not on radio, just personal conversations, and um, it always seemed to turn out to be the same way. It's like they really don't care. It's like the guy was saying, "Black murder is normal," and that's, and I'm talking to so-called black folks too when I have these discussions, and it's that, it, it, and it's almost like to them. That's just the way it is, man. Ain't nothing going to change. We've been doing this, brother. And like I talk about our behavior and uh, type of thing. And, brother, it's been that way. You know, when y'all was growing up, y'all did this too. Y'all was done so-and-so. And I'm like, nah, nah, we ain't never been like, you know, like something like this young generation is today. Hell no, nah, we weren't that goddamn bad. Yes, we did some things, but we weren't like this bad. We didn't disrespect our elders like that. Hell, we seen them elders like, hey man, here come, here come, here come Elder Jones, man, cool out, cool out, cool out. Hey, Mr. Jones, hey mama, hey mama Jones, uh, so and so, Miss Jones. Then soon they go back, they gone. Yeah, it's right back to doing what you wouldn't have no business doing. You know, whether smoking cigarettes, sneaking smoking cigarettes, weed, you know, whatever back in the day, you know, whatever you did. You, you see the elders, you, you you cut that crap out until they passed on by. Today, man, F that mothers. And, you know, it just, y'all know the disrespect. Um, 
it's just it's just disheartening, brothers and sisters. This is why you know we we try to have these conversations, and this is why we was talking about this show, and we decided. Well, Justice said it last week when we were talking about doing the show, talk about morals, and y'all heard Justice off the top. And peace to my brother Justice. You know he's getting tuny and he's uh, he's doing this thing because we supposed to come on Thursday night when he you know he's able to come on uh, live. So that's why we come on Thursday. But like I said last night we didn't couldn't come on because uh, I had technical difficulties trying to learn some this new system. Um, so I appreciate my brother. Appreciate my brother tuning in. Um, so yeah, but he brought it up. He didn't want to do because we said we was gonna do the show, and well, I said we was going to do a show. And first thing my brother said, "No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit in with that one. I'm not, no, uh-uh, I'm not gonna be a part of that one," because he didn't want to be a part of nothing, a talk that had turned negative towards us. And, and I and I and I understand. I, I truly understand. And sometimes it could. Uh, sometimes we can do that. Sometimes as a people, we can turn these conversations where we, it's supposed to be a constructive conversation, maybe just bringing out and, and making people aware, which a lot of people are aware, but some just don't. They just go about their business like, you know, I never thought about that. But my brother didn't didn't want this thing to turn into a negative conversation where we'll beat down on our people. He wanted a conversation that would be helpful to our people, constructive to our people. He, he, and, and I felt where he was coming from. And he's like, no, no. But at the top, he was like, oh, oh, hell no. Nah. And I know why, and I'm not going to get into why he even, he felt that way off top. We're not going to get into that. We, you know, we, we talked about it. We're not going to get into that. But I understand and I, and I agree with him, you know, and that's why I, I actually turned around and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take Justice's advice. And I told him, you know, y'all heard what I said on the last show. Come on, just we ain't going to do it like that. We're going to do so-and-so, so-and-so. We're going we just going to help the people. But then later I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to take Brother Justice's advice on this first thing. And uh, we're not going to do that. We just, we just, we're just going to go elsewhere. No, we're not going to touch that. Because, again, we don't want to make this thing a negative uh even though we see it about the crime that's happening, we see a lot of people, uh, some of our people are doing badly, but we don't want to make it like we beating up our people, man. Our people have some things that are going on with them. They are. We have a lot of things that's happening with our people. Uh, now, some people just disagreeable like a mother sucker off top. You know, I'm just beyond. They disagreeable, negative ass people, point blank. But that is not everybody. There are some good people out here that's probably doing bad things. I know y'all are gonna say this sound crazy as hell. No, yeah. <laughs> there are some good hearted people. Let me see it. Maybe that's it. That's what I should have said. There are some good hearted people, but they caught up in some things where they're doing bad. And I said it. Me. I was that person at one time. I was out here doing some bad, bad stuff, man. But until I finally, you know, I, I got somebody to really sit with me and talk to me and made me realize it just wasn't, it wasn't enough just because I was going in and out of jail. That shit, it, that, that wasn't enough. But when I, when some brothers just sat down and, and, and while we was in jail and talked about 
behaviors, it hit me. It really hit me. And like, damn. So some people, man, until they get, they go out through this thing and they think what they're doing because society says it's okay. They see the famous um, icons, whether there's a rap star, music artist, I mean, uh, what is that, Mo- movie actor or whatever, and some negative-ass movies always killing somebody in the movie, something, when they see this, they think it's okay. And, and when society is not speaking against it, it's, well, I guess it's okay, man. You know, hey, we don't hear the preachers talking against it. We don't hear, you know, we don't hear no out, really no bad outcry. So I guess it's okay. You know, I only heard one or two dudes say something about it, but hell, who are they? Not when they're not seeing, you know, uh, these makeup churches with these pastors. They don't, they're not saying nothing. And they're supposed to be godly people, but they're not saying anything about the behaviors, what's going on with the people. So they're gonna say, "Well, shit, I guess it's cool then." I mean, I don't, I didn't, I didn't know. I don't write. I don't know. I didn't really know this was wrong until somebody really put something on them to really, really, really make them think about their lives and what they're doing. And this is what we do. Like that discussion that y'all had about black people, murdering of black people. Y'all would think that would be a discussion that we are supposed to be having. You wouldn't think that they're supposed to be. Well, I take that back. That is right for him to do that because, again, he's talking to so-called his people and let him know the reason a lot of this is happening because of you. Because you are capitalizing off of it. You You are promoting them to teach this shit because why? You're capitalizing off of it. You you making money off of their murders. You don't care about these people dying. It's money to you. It's money to you. That's why you promote all of this damn rap music because it's what? It's money to you. You own the record labels because why? It's money to you. So you can't you you can't you can't because of 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 of, of the Constitution and certain laws in place now. You can't put them in chattel slavery no more. Uh, you 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 want to don't you? But you can't put them in chattel slavery no more because when things that don't happen, they, they was fighting for their rights, and, and, and some they got. But we got some slick undercover stuff they don't know about, you know. But so we can't do that. So you'll find another way to make money off of them, to, for, them to, for you to profit off of them. You can't make them work for free no more like you used to. So we'll find another way to profit off of them. So we'll let them... We'll give them a couple of, we'll give them a couple of dollars. We'll give them up. You know, we, hell, we might give you a million dollars, but hell, we're going to make billions off of you. As long as you keep rapping about murdering your, uh, your brother when you see him on the street. I'm going to drive by, I'm going to blow his brother. Y- y'all know that music they be putting out there. No, don't, 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 don't you, no, you can't, no. We don't want no album y'all talking about like the OJs, me and my woman. Hmm. We cried together. Y'all, no, 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 hell no. We don't want, we, no, y'all can't rap. Don't know, they, they don't want to hear that. No, 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 they don't want to hear that. They want to hear some of this other stuff. Now, tell them, tell them, you know, what, what's your name? Uh, Stallion, whatever your name is. Come over here and tell them how you're going to give a man oral sex and he's going to, you know, do oral sex on you. You're going to shake your ass off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what they want to hear. That's what they want to hear. Sing, rap about that. Sing about that. Uh-huh. That's what they need. That's what they need to hear. 
and we gonna buy, and we gonna buy, we gonna buy because we like to hear it. And we wanna hear it. We we ain't gonna do it. We gonna buy the records. We'll buy the records, and we gonna pay you. Hey, it's entertainment. It's like Fiddler. We just wanna be entertained. But see, y'all gonna go out and act out and do this shit, and we gonna watch it on the news. And look, see that. I remember what you call was right. Hey, I just produced that album last night, and we put that album out. And um, with you know, Young Dolph was talking about how he gonna kill somebody. And look, look, look at what happened. Look, goddamn, boy, these Negroes crazy. They acting out this shit. They don't know, you know. They don't know this. As people and people would tell us, black people, this just really tripped me out. And when we bring this conversation up, we have several conversations here on Culture Freedom about this. People, it's just entertainment. It's just entertainment. Hey, man, they trying to make money. They trying to make money. Okay. By, it's okay for them to make music for your little children to get a hold of and li- and be able to listen to that. Um, this is y'all got a daughter, right? Some of y'all got daughters, granddaughters. And they make music about... Um, Young girls, let me trying to think of something. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of something. I'm trying to look up something at the same time. About young girls, you know, talk about, you know, prostituting out young girls or something of that nature. It's okay. It's okay to call, you know, women the Bs and the Hs and you know, and like y'all remember Chris Brown years ago said these hoes ain't loyal and it's okay. That's okay, right? As long as they make money, right? It's okay. It's cool. Nobody else do this now, right? You don't hear the Hispanic community. You don't hear them that has music uh, degrading their women. You don't see the you damn show sure ain't gonna see the so-called Jewish community doing it. You, you hell no, you ain't gonna see them doing it. Um, shit, you don't. You're not gonna see like even the, uh, as you say the Caucasian or European community uh, doing it. Y- y'all, do y'all see them doing it? No, I don't think so. So, but like he said, the only people that we can turn on the radio and hear these type of songs that's talk about murdering, talk of disrespecting women, and all of these type of things is the music in the black community. I like, I hadn't listened to it in a long time, but I like a little country music. Like I said, I hadn't listened to it in the country music, I mean, in a long time. But I never, when I used to listen to country music, I never heard them talking about, you know, nothing about murdering, killing anybody. It was almost like country R&B, I would say. <laughs> Actually, old, old school R&B. It was about, like I said, riding in your pickup truck, you, your baby, and your and your dog riding down the dirt road, y'all whole all hugged up you just trying to get to the lake and and just just have a romantic picnic with your baby you know you just talk about loving on your woman you know and and, and the women had the song loving on their man and it wasn't no let, let me lick you up and down yeah none of that stuff in that man no hell no wasn't none of that mm. It, 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 it some good music, man. You know, I used to listen to it. I remember my dad when he my, my, my pop when he was alive. Made a piece of blessed be up on his soul. That's what he used to listen to. Country music, yes sir. Uh, Charlie Pride. I remember old Charlie Pride, man. I used we just sit down and watch Hee Haw and stuff on Sunday morning. But I mean, I'm a Saturday, but uh, I'm out of track. But 
it, it, it's sad, brothers and sisters, just for this damn money, man, where we are, we allow, because talking about, well, to make money. It's just something, like they they tell you, brothers and sisters, some shit we just shouldn't do for no money. Let me, let me, let me, let me play y'all a snippet of something here. Let me see.
De- Degmark, what's the name? Uh, what's the brother's name? Uh, Degmark VCI. I can't. There's so many of them, y'all. That the name goes, the list goes on and on and on. How to be someone who you stand when when wrong, you 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 stand to fight to make sure your people have you know uh, something good for themselves. I told y'all, man, before. When I was working at a company, <clears throat> the owner, a white owner, even told me one time. He said, before you leave this earth, the advice I got from a so-called Caucasian white dude, because like I said, what happened, uh, one of the guys, it was five location stores that he owned, you know, and it was like a car wash we owned, he owned, and I was a store manager at one of them, and, and this guy, uh, one of the guys, uh, he had got killed. Uh, I was supposed to go and work with him. The day be- the next wait a minute, hold up. I was supposed to go and work with the guy. His name was Sean. I was supposed to go and meet him. I, mean, I talked with him on the phone several times, you know, and he's cool. And I was supposed to go work with him the the, the next day, or the day that he got killed. I'm trying to see how to say it, y'all. The, the day after, or the day before he got killed, something like that. I forgot how they post said it. And uh, and they said he ended up getting murdered. But anyway, uh, so the owner and stuff, he paid for his funeral and. He had, he, and he had a funeral procession that, that drove around to all the locations. Um, you know, they had, uh, yeah, they paid for all that. They they drove his body to all the different locations. It was throughout the city of Memphis. And, you know, we, all the employees, we all stood outside everywhere he go. Uh, they came, we stood outside and most of us, we put our hand over our heart and some people, you know, just wave. Um, they just, the hearse and the whole family, you know, all of them, they just rode through and anyway, as we were standing there waiting on the funeral procession to come through, the owner had told me, he was like, before you leave this earth, try to make an impact on your community and where you reside. Or just make an impact on your community. That's what he told me. The white, white guy didn't know nothing about what I was into or none of that stuff at that time. He just... just said that. You know, at the time I was in the Wabian, but hell, he didn't know none of that shit. You know, he didn't know nothing. He just said, he just said, before you leave this earth, you should try, you should try to make an impact on your community. That's what he said. That's what he told me. And I always remember that. And so, you know, and, and we should, brothers and sisters, like you, you think, like I said, again, all those names and all our people who have made an impact, we, 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 while we're going through black history, studying about a lot of these people who have truly impacted our lives, and um, they, did the, they did that. They impacted some people more than who they ever thought that they would impact. You know, when it probably as a child, you, you know, you ever really think that, Dr. King or Harriet Tuckman and people like that ever would be uh, celebrated, their life celebrated like, you know, like we're doing today. They didn't, they didn't think, especially with Sister Harriet Tuckman, she didn't know she was, what, you know, born into slavery, whatnot, and, in, you know, in family enslaved. She had no idea. She just wanted her freedom. She just wanted to be free, her family free. She had no idea the impact. When she was doing what she, and even when she started doing what she did, she didn't know the the, the impact that was going to later happen like we, we see today. She didn't know. But she, 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 she wanted to do something, though. 
She wanted to do something and make change because she knew it wasn't right. A lot of our brothers and sisters who, who fought the good fight, they knew it wasn't right. They didn't know, you know, how much it was going to really, they wanted to do something, but they didn't know how much it was going to, you know, change, how much change was going to come. They didn't know, but they just had to do something. So what I'm saying, brothers and sisters, we have to do something. Even if it impact one person, two people, we got to do something. You got to make, you got to be mm, an influence. You got to do something, right? For your community, for yourself, your livelihood, your family. The struggle ain't over with. They talk about a struggle. The struggle ain't over with. But see, the thing now is that really what's the thing is we really got to look at today is the masquerading of certain things is, you know, as I was played earlier, I was when I was talking about Al Sharpton and them when they was in Tallahassee and um Brother Justin, I might have, I need to send you that one. Al Sharpton and them down there in Tallahassee and things. Uh, as we did the show, you know, we did that show when we were showing about uh, about the black history, sir, and they down there still talking about they don't want to teach uh, black history in the school. They don't want to, you know, DeSantis uh, run, don't want them teaching black history in the school, which, again, we say that's a lie. And I, so, like I said, you know, we have a struggle, but then you got this other thing, as they call, like I said, uh, um, controlled opposition. People who's faking and, 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 and faking like this is the really what this, this is the struggle that's going on. And really, and, and, and on certain instances, it's not. That's not really what's the hell going on. That's not really the true struggle that's happening. So they got the flea flicker that's going on. The people who, when y'all look at what control opposition, look at the look at the word control opposition. And you will see, <laughs> brother Delmont, appreciate that, brother. Yeah, you and you will see, brothers and sisters, it, it, it's not what it is. And I, let me tell y'all something again. That's why it's on my mind. That was a video I looked at on YouTube. I don't even know if I can even find that. Well, it's probably so deep in my history. No, I can find it. I'm not going to give y'all the name. Probably ain't going to play it, but I can give y'all, at least give y'all the name. Uh, the police chief that's here in the city, uh, what's her name, Davis? Shit, I forgot her damn name. Not too. But anyway, you know, I kind of gave up props at first. Um, yeah, C.J. Davis. They call her C.J. Davis. Check this video. There's a video on C.J. Davis I watched the other day. Mm, something else, brothers and And just I got to send you to the – I don't know if I send this to you, but if I did not, I try to send it to you. But anyway, it's because uh, – y'all look it up. It's C.J. Davis. You won't believe who trained her. Now, the YouTube channel was TD Hip Hop Media. TD Hip Hop. Here's Media. why you need this $5.24. Yeah, you go on their page and look it up, TD Hip Hop Media. And in this video, they were talking about how she was trained you know, by Israel. Uh, Is- Damn, I was the Israelis. Yeah, Israelis. Um, officers or military type thing and the stuff man y'all got to listen to that goddamn video it's like 12 minutes that that shit here brothers and sisters 
and they was talking about the different training, not only her, but a lot of people they was getting. Yeah, they were like, they was talking about a lot of this stuff, that, 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 the stuff that where she got her stuff from. This is a shout out to Jay. Is it shut out? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, brother Jay. Yeah, yeah, brother Jay. Uh, uh, out in Philly. Yes, he said. Shout out to brother Jay that was in Philly who used to call in, and brother LJ. Uh, uh, brother Justice wanted to throw that out there to y'all. Yes, sir. Jay Haru. That was it. Jay Haru. Yes, sir. The Jay Haru out in that Philly land. Yes, sir. Philly. Now I wanted Philly to win the Super Bowl. By the way, y'all. I wanted to say that because Jalen hurts. Uh, you know, one of my brother Jalen. To get one, I said, uh, just said something. We somehow you said Philly, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was in the sports this year, um, you know, I wasn't never in the Super Bowl. It's the first Super Bowl I ever watched in years because that was, you know, what and that was, that was I'm glad I said that. that. And there we go again. And that was another black history moment, you know, just to do the black history moment here on the coach of freedom. That was another black history moment. And I also people might say, well, he ain't black, he's a mulatto. He, look, we ain't playing that goddamn game. But and you had in the month of Black History, two black brothers who were in the Super Bowl in the month of Black History. Come on, y'all. Come on. Ain't that some? Ain't that some? Some people like I know some of our real black militant brothers. Oh man, fuck that budget. Well, go, well, that's you. I'm 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 looking at it, man. And and see that that show you. And, and people might say well, they're just part of the game. Listen, man, there's a lot of things that people were, man, black people, we ain't doing, black people, we are accomplishing a lot of things. We truly are. I tell y'all what, if you don't think that we have a, a accomplishing and we in a, and, and, and I know there's a lot of work to be done. I ain't, ain't no damn fool now. But the thing here is, my brothers and sisters, I tell y'all what, if you can go some kind of way, some kind of way you can do this, trade places trade places with some of our ancestors go back in time and you can trade place you can have a place and let them come on take your place today if our ancestors that that who went through real slavery real slavery would love to be in your damn position today they would have loved it i tell you i'm telling you like i said y'all i watched that movie that will smith movie uh, you know i said i was tired of you know watching a lot of slave movies but I watched that movie, the Will Smith movie, the, um, the movie he played, and as he played, uh, I don't even know even the name of it. But that was a movie. That was a great movie. And I think, how can it be great, brother? He 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 playing a slave. No, that was a great movie. That was a, that was some information I didn't. I had no idea about. You know, we see this famous picture with the brother. He's kind of turned. He got his back. He's showing his back, and he's showing all those whips and stuff on his back. Yeah, how they been whipped and things of that nature. Will Smith played. That was the that was the brother that Will Smith played. The reenactment of that brother's life. I didn't. Even, I promise. I didn't even know. And I, I I never. I didn't even know. I never knew that bro, that brother's name. For a matter of fact, I always seen that picture. That's a famous picture throughout. I got a history book that has him in there right now. I always seen that picture. But Will Smith played that picture. I mean that 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 brother. Uh, in that movie. And one thing about, man, it was so many things in that that really was touching to me in that movie. But one thing was that man's determination, his determination to get back to his family. Oh, man, I tell y'all, man, that determination to get 
back with his family, the things that he did so he can be reunited with his family. Mm -mm -mm. And brothers, we here today, we are here today, we trying to run away from our damn families. This brother trying to run, get going through bondage and beating and soul and, and, and tortured and every damn thing. Never know, really didn't never knew uh, when he got back to the place his family, where were they ever going to even be there? But we're running away from our family today while they was trying to get back to theirs through slavery. You know, the brothers were sold off on, from different plantation to plantation. They strived. They they wanted to be. They don't give a damn how long it took them. They was going to get their way. They, they, they bought their freedom. They were trying to buy their freedom. They were trying to do whatever it took to get back with their family, their wives, their children. That movie, I mean, that movie, it, it, it touched me, man, in several ways. Um, so even today with our process, when we are somewhat better and financially a little bit and somewhat opportunities, there's a lot of ways that we are worse, worse than our ancestors who was in bondage. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Y'all got to think about it. There's some things now <laughs> that we've swapped out. Even though we've swapped out in exchange because of opportunities and because of certain freedoms. Yes, sir. Y'all got to think about it. Just think about it. It'll come to you. It'll come to what I'm talking about. They wouldn't have been, y'all think they would have been murdering each other. Let's think about this because people always talk about Tulsa, Oklahoma. Just think about all those black, uh, black towns where brothers and sisters stayed. Uh, you know, probably even after slavery, do Jim Crow and all that. Were they killing one another like we're doing today? Dude, just think about it. Through all the races, and when they were really, we knew we had racism and prejudice and white supremacy real thick, and we knew it was there. Was 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 our people, so-called black people, doing portraying and 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 killing and murdering each other? like we're doing today when we're supposed to be free and have all this damn opportunity and and things. Were they, were they doing it, y'all? I don't think so. I, now, I would bet my money. I don't have that much. But I would bet my money, hell to the nizzle. I would bet my money, hell no. Mm-hmm. Talking about what we can't do, what we can't not do, should I say it like that? And when you have the opportunity and have all this damn freedom to do a lot of the things that you want to do. Well, like I said, when the thick of things, when they had Jim Crow black laws, these black laws and all of these type of things, when, when black people weren't allowed to, when we wasn't truly been allowed to do things, black people accomplished things. Even when they were told they couldn't do it, they did it. But you want to sit around here today and tell about what the hell you can't do because of something my white folk might not like it. Who gives a damn what they don't like? That's why you're supposed to try even harder to get it, goddammit, because they don't want you to have. Let me say it again. That's why you try even harder because they don't want you to have. When your mother and father, when you was little and the other thing, when hell, well, you know, um, not just your mother and father, 
If somebody told you you can't have them, you went out and got it anyway. You stole shit like me. I was a goddamn thief back in the day. I ain't going to lie. I was a goddamn thief. I went out and stole what I goddamn it I, I couldn't have. But nobody stopped me then. Shit, I found the way to steal it, goddamn it. So if I had to get out here and... <laughs> hey, I'm just playing, y'all. I ain't playing, but if I had to work hard and steal my goddamn freedom, I'm going to do it. I know that probably sounds crazy on my... But it's just like I'm looking at it, man. We got so much opportunity today. But people keep playing with you, telling you you can't do this, you can't do that. But, I'm, but I want to ask this question. Here's something. It's serious, y'all. It's a serious question. A lot of the people I see talking heads on maybe certain shows, whether there's a podcast, television, wherever it may be, they keep telling me, uh, telling us, not me, but telling us about racism, white supremacy. You can't do this because this, that, and other. Or people that did that in the third. I want to ask them, wait a minute. How you so fucking successful? How you, wait a minute, how you getting, how you been, you know, you got what you got. Like I tell y'all, and I'm going to use Al Shopton for example. Oh, shit, I got to use Al Shopton for example. Brother Al, when the last time have you personally faced uh, some prejudice? from white folks. When the last time have you been denied any goddamn thing uh, from white folks, from white supremacist system here in America? Because I don't know, Al, I said you got television shows. I don't know. Maybe this, 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 maybe I'm looking at this wrong. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe this is the wrong way to look at it. Yeah, I said you got, you know, you got your television shows. Uh, and you got your... Uh, your radio show, shit, you got your own action network. Oh, man, you I mean, you fly all over the United States, probably you know, some parts across the world, too. I don't know. I know about the United States. I mean, man, you everywhere, bro, Al. I, I'm just how were you able to do it? And not just only you, like, you got a lot of them, you know, Tamika Mallory, a lot of y'all, y'all who, who's saying, always preaching this shit to us, but goddamn, I'm just wondering, though, y'all, how in the hell are y'all doing it with all this white supremacy shit supposed to be going on? How are y'all being so successful when y'all telling tell the people who's maybe, as y'all say, somewhat at the bottom, but y'all tell them they can't, they ain't going to be able to do it. But y'all, goddammit, doing it, living comfortable with it, too. Black Lives Matter. When Black Lives Matter was talking about all this bullshit, but then they don't found out they living in million-dollar-some mansions and shit and gated white folks' community. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Now, hold up. Now, goddamn. Now, wait a minute. You got to be lying. Out of they can't be living in gate. Yeah, they found out they had all that money they've been getting from George Floyd family and every, everybody else who died when they was out there protesting with them signs. They were telling them this, they, uh, just as the L's and all this shit, them folk got million-dollar mansions living in white gated communities. Now, how in the hell them white folk let your black ass get in there with all that, with, with all that racism? All that white racism, white supremacy. The white system don't want you to have. But how you get your black ass in there? Because now, if it was now, now hold on, hold on now, cause, well, look, because if it would have been all about the money, they wouldn't let your black ass get in there, no matter how much money you have, wouldn't they? Now they wouldn't let your black ass get in there. They still wouldn't let you get in there. So what I'm saying, y'all preach one thing to the to the masses, 
while we should be now we look at we should be looking at you and say, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. But is it practice what you preach? This shit ain't adding up. This shit ain't adding up, Doc. Because all you motherfuckers, I mean, excuse my French, but all of you motherfuckers, yeah, fuck it, I said it. Y'all can't, I, I guess it's meant for me to say it. I said it again, didn't y'all? <laughs> I posted it. I was supposed to. Uh, I, I didn't hit the button quick enough. Not even on myself. I need somebody else to do that. You motherfuckers are living good. Like they say, y'all living high off the hog. I don't eat hog, y'all, but you know. I'm just, I'm just tripping. I'm just trying to figure this thing out, y'all. I'm thinking out loud. I'm thinking out loud, y'all. And y'all hearing me think out loud today. How in the fuck all them supposed to be living so good, and they living so well, but they keep preaching to us that there's, there's some racism shit going on. And I'm telling y'all, I'm not denying that racism don't exist. I'm not saying that prejudice does not exist. I'm not telling y'all that. That's not Remember that. I'm not saying that. But I'm just going and looking at how we are always being told something and trying to be made to believe unless y'all gonna do like and, and unless it unless it is like they said. Now, now I guess I got to go here. Unless it is like they said. Everybody's and I don't really believe it, but unless y'all gonna say every black person who's successful is a sellout. Nah, I don't want you to do that, Will. I won't believe it. But now, yeah, somebody got to explain something to me now. You got to explain something to me. Now, that what they would say. They would say all of them sell out, Aria. They all in the boule. <laughs> yeah, y'all know they. They all got damn Freemasons. They all sell out. I don't trust none of these black ass. That's what they would say. That's what he would say. So... Can 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 somebody y'all answer that question for us? Because hmm? I'm tired of y'all trying to, trying to make our people think, God damn it, they can't achieve shit while y'all doing it. While y'all got something, y'all living good. And, excuse me. And the way y'all keep living good and, 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 and doing the things you're doing because y'all the shit y'all telling black people. Hmm? Y'all ain't got to never get a motherfucking job or do anything else or, or, or on your own furniture. You know, whatever, you know, because this, this this racism racism shit makes good money for black black leaders. Hmm? See, the Klan got to go out and make them. The Klan got to go to work. Most of them. They got to get they, them country ass clam and them quick They got to get their black ass. I mean, they white ass out there and go take their funk ass to work somewhere. Black folk, we can just say, I'm a freedom. I'm a, a, a civil rights leader. Like, uh, um, ben Crump. As soon as you hear a black man got murdered by the police, oh, that's my cue. Like the ambulance chaser, that's my cue. I see a million dollar lawsuit coming. He ain't, he, that's, that, that's, that's what he got to do. And then holler racism, racism. That was a video I seen again well, on YouTube. I told YouTube, that's, 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 that's the goddamn news network. With Tamir Rice. Y'all remember the young brother Tamir Rice? Cleveland, 12-year-old brother got killed by the police. I seen a video with his mother was talking about being Crump, exposing his ass with her and dealing with her. Uh-huh. Yeah, I seen a video with her speaking out against him. Y'all go and you just look it up for y'all self and go look. Yeah. 
So that's all they did. They don't give a fuck about nobody. They don't give a fuck about they give a fuck about you. Nobody really care about if we're going to continue to keep killing each other. Nobody's going to get like like the like the uh, the guy was saying on the video when he was talking about um, black murders. You know, blacks killing each other. Um, you think Mayor Lightfoot in Chicago give a goddamn? Y'all think she really gives a damn about black men killing each other, just black family, just black people in general, I'm saying. She don't give a fuck. And excuse my language, y'all. I keep forgetting to hit this damn button. She don't give a damn. All she cares about is being in there, passing her LGBT bullshit and and whatever else she's into. She she don't give a damn about how many black people get killed in fucking Chicago. She really don't. It's business as usual. Huh? Well, just another day in the hood for the, for the Negroes. Fuck it. You know, hey, you niggas gonna kill each other? Let them kill each other. Uh, long as the, um, hey, well, you know, the morgue make money shit. Who gives a damn? Who gives a damn? You no. Know, this... It's something else, brothers and sisters. You know, I and like I have a situation I don't want to go too far. I got three minutes though, I gotta hear up. And and it's sad, like I said, a lot of people, brothers, I'm gonna say it is here too, but some people you just you, you you're probably not gonna be able to help to change. I wish we could. Some people, man, they wanna uh continue to be in shit. Because I know I I, I see some brothers and I, I be trying to tell hey man. There's a lot of negative shit that you in, brother. You need to change, man. You need to get away from that. You need to change because I'm gonna tell you, man. You gonna get you gonna get hurt. And I see a lot of shit that be happening. You go, yeah, it's gonna get hurt. They don't want to hear. And I'm like, hey, man. I, I pray the most high you don't, but you are gonna get your ass hurt, man. Eventually. They don't want to hear. So what do you do? Some people hard here. What do you do? You just gotta leave them alone. Just bag up off of them. Just bag up. Say, well, you know what? They gonna you just gotta learn the hard way. You're just going to have to learn the hard way. There's nothing I can do. You want to be hard hit. They could keep doing it your goddamn way. Yeah. But well, brothers, we just want to come in here on behalf of uh, Culture Freedom Radio tonight and the rest of the brothers. I want to say, man, Culture Freedom is in the house right here with Freedom Friday. We thank you for tuning in right here tonight. And just want to share something, which, like I said, and we apologize again for not being on on last night. Um, you know, I know Brother Justice wants to get in here last night and share some things we're gonna make sure we try to get in i got this thing figured out now yeah so i, I yeah so we're gonna make sure we come in here and we're gonna start making sure we bring y'all some man get some some topics and we're gonna come in and have discussion we really want to hear from you as well um but don't let people think man that you can't do now you can accomplish what you want to accomplish man it's like i said the israelites be saying again they're in captivity we're in captivity. We're still in captivity. When the goddamn the door wide open, you got the money. If you had the finances and you have the means, you can get up and leave America and go where the hell you want to. Ain't nobody holding you in no goddamn bondage. That's why I tell them I don't agree with that bullshit. Now y'all know I say I, I studied this in the Bible. I might say I'm Israel, but I don't. I do not subscribe to that dumbass shit. Talking about I'm in bondage and we in America. Y'all had to go and check out my video I, uh, that I did about Deuteronomy 28. I do not subscribe to that dumbass shit talking about we came with a reason I used to. Now, I know better until I really look about it. 
talking about we in America because of uh, uh, Deuteronomy 28 and 68, the slave ship. Hell no. That wasn't talking about us. It can, it, I ain't going to go into the deep on here because I've done a video on it. But that ain't got nothing to do with us. If, if, if the reason, again, I say that if we are under a curse, again, if you follow the knock, what it says, if, if the, again, that you are under a curse, that means your ass ain't doing something right. That means your ass ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing. That's the only reason you would say that, that the Most High is chastising you. It ain't got nothing to do with what your ancestors did four, five hundred, seven hundred thousand years ago. It's what your ass ain't doing. So I am not in no goddamn captivity because when I get the money, if I want to go to Israel, I want to go to Egypt, I want to go to Timbuktu, whatever the hell I want to go, uh, uh, Mauritania, anywhere I want to go, I can get my black ass up and leave here. Like what some white folks tell y'all, if you don't like America, get your good, take your black ass back to Africa. If I want to, I can take my black ass back to Africa. Ain't nobody trying to stop me. Some people would be glad for you to get your ass out of here. So quit lying about that. Tell me you ain't okay. But like even what Paul says, y'all, so a man thinketh, so is he. All right, right y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in right here to Culture Freedom Radio Network. Oh, yeah. We gone, y'all. We thank y'all for tuning in right here to Coach Freedom Radio. On behalf of me and Brother Justice, peace. We see y'all next time. Yeah. <laughs>